Welcome to It's a Small Business World podcast, where you'll get the buzz about small businesses all over the world. We're your hosts, KC and Jaime. We're both passionate advocates for small businesses, digital tech, and international trade. I'm KC Gundiam, and I'm the founder of B2B Match. And I am Jaime Volta, a tech contributor to B2B Match. It's a Small Business World is produced by B2Bmatch.com, the international business matchmaking platform for and by small and medium businesses. How about you check us out today? So today is my pleasure to welcome Sarah Walshaw, uh, who is currently the Chief Trade Commissioner and Assistant Deputy Minister at Global Affairs Canada. Uh, and I have to say, one of my favorite people. <laughs> uh, she leads a global team uh, that helps Canadian businesses explore international markets, find customers and partners, problem solve and promote growth through exports. Uh, Sarah uh, also leads across uh, global trade um, support. Uh, and as she told me to introduce her, she does a bunch of different things at international level, uh, extensive uh, international experience, um, speaks multiple languages. And um, um, yes, and I'm really, really happy to have you with us, Sarah, for It's a Small Business World podcast. Uh, so we'll, you know, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you. You are one of my favorite people too. And I'm always, always at your disposal. If you call, I will come running. Um, always, always so happy to see you and, and to see what you're doing out in the world. This is very cool. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Your team has been instrumental in some of the development for B2B Match. So there was no no way we were kicking off the podcast without having you. And I'm so excited that not only more Canadian companies can meet you, but also international companies can know what uh -huh. you know Canada is doing. Um, so can you introduce us a little bit what the trade commissioner services do um, and how they help Canadian companies export? Yeah. Absolutely thrilled to. This is this is my bread and butter. This is what I do every day, and I'm so excited to be a part of this team. Um, in in fact, I've been a part of this team for, gee, it it almost 30 years. 20 uh, since 1996. So what is that? Anyway, it makes me really old. I'm sure, but um, but I've been doing this all over the world for a long time, and and just never more proud of uh, of the team and 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 what we do uh, than than today, particularly in kind of these challenging business times, which I'm sure we can get into. But just in in general, um, Trade Commissioner Service, okay, so this, I'm going to talk about this, I'll probably call it the TCS, so you're going to hear me say that. Um, so the, the Trade Commissioner Service is a government of program, we're part of Global Affairs Canada, right, so uh, federal government, we're responsible for in a nutshell, increasing exports and attracting foreign investment and helping Canadians to pursue international business opportunities, whatever those might be, whether it's science and technology and innovation or whether it's, um, you know, uh, uh, education marketing or, uh, or if it's a service or a good that people are trying to uh, sell overseas, you know, we want to be there to help them. And to do that, we have... Uh, 
between a thousand and fifteen hundred. Like it, it depends. I mean, I have some back, back office uh, staff, some folks across Canada, and then we've got about a thousand employees located in embassies and diplomatic offices all around the world in one hundred and sixty locations, and and we serve our clients um, mostly SMEs. We had ten thousand clients last year, ninety three percent of them uh, small businesses, and we are free. So you can't get better than that. Um, but we <laughs> offer like a really nice. bespoke service um, and we really get to know our folks. And, and that's how we that's how we deliver. So I can go into all kinds of aspects of that. But I think in a nutshell, that that covers what we do. Cool. And you talk about a, a lot of different areas and, and sectors and everything. But do you have like some priorities on that, like the, the things that you really want, uh, you know, to see market expansion uh, in areas or, you know, countries that you want to expand into or? Sure, absolutely. So if I think of um, priorities, you know, you think about where does Canada have strengths and where mm -hmm. are our strengths um complementary to the needs of others, right? So, I mean, globally, if we talk about markets, so let's talk about geography for a minute. You know, uh, we in Canada are surrounded by three oceans and the United mm -hmm. States. And, uh, and that's great for us because, I mean, could you ask for a, a better uh, trading partner than, you know, here on the North American continent? And of course, I'll include Nor like all of North America because Mexico is part mm -hmm. of this Kusma trading region or NAFTA, as we used to be known, trading region. And, and our economies across that North American space are deeply integrated and they have been for decades, if not centuries, right? So a lot of movement up and down the continent in terms of trade. And, and that is as it should be. But we also want to make sure that opportunities around the rest of the world, because, you know, everybody wants to uh, take advantage of all of the great things that Canada has to offer. And, and we have some fantastic expertise in uh, not only, you know, kind of automotive, um, uh, ag tech, ag food, uh, commodities, oil and gas, energy, clean energy, clean technologies, IT, as KC knows, um, <laughs> of course, and is leading the charge, um, but many, many, many other things, aerospace, engineering, right? Like think of all the great things that um, that, that Canada has to offer and to, to bring to uh, the rest of the world. We're big on innovation. We're leading the way on AI and, and so many other things, smart grids, hydrogen, carbon capture. I can go on of all the really amazing um, uh, technological capabilities we have and the things that we want to export and take to the rest of the world. And, um, and then in terms of, like, as I said, the geography. So clearly North America is going to remain very, very important. But we mm -hmm. also have very close relationships and ties to uh, all of our FTA partners. So we have FTAs with, uh, I think it's 15 different partners representing around 1.5 billion um, customers, if you will, around the world. So we've got Europe, which is now five years old. 
We have a 25-year-old uh, trade free trade agreement with Chile. We have uh, free trade agreements with Israel, with um, with partners uh, all over um, the the Asia Pacific region, of course, uh, with the CC, um, CPTPP, right? The Comprehensive <laughs> uh, uh, and Progressive uh, Trade uh, Partnership Agreement with the with all of those uh, countries across the Pacific region, and we're still negotiating with others, right? Right. We've we're we've launched with um, uh, with Indonesia and uh, I'm just forgetting all of them. But, you know, it's a huge group. And so those are kind of the priorities and the uh, as well in terms of going beyond that North American context. So mm -hmm. it's really exciting, both the sectors and the opportunities that are out there in the geographies, I think, are um, are quite exciting for us. That's really awesome. Like you probably named a lot of the countries that are on B2B. <laughs> uh, our big clusters are obviously US, UK, and uh, the UAE. You know, it's actually fighting over there, you know, and, and I love that, um, which is also, I think we have a trade agreement discussion and negotiation with the UK, I believe, uh, yes. now that they, they came out of uh, Europe. So that really important on that. Just let me say, yeah. because for those those people who might be listening, who would have been worried, like with Brexit, what did did we lose anything? We put in place a trade continuity agreement with the UK so that what we had would continue. And then mm -hmm. we're we're now negotiating uh, an FTA uh, that would replace that continuity agreement so that people mm -hmm. have those stable and secure um uh, trading platforms to work from. That's really, really cool. So if, and I, what I really loved about how you introduced the trade commissioners is how you uh, refer to people or companies as clients. And you did say that it was free. Okay. So very rarely do you actually have a company that say I have, I'm giving a free service, but also I'm going to refer to people as client, therefore accountability and all that comes with it. Right. So I'd love you to, to tell us a little bit about what is the makeup of that ecosystem? You talked about small businesses, but can you tell us a little bit more? And I want to touch on a topic that you and I have talked a lot about, which is uh, diversity and inclusion as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you pointed out, we do refer to uh, the folks, the businesses that we work with as clients. And and we, you know, I want to mention too, just because it's a real point of pride, we actually, um, we survey our clients for their satisfaction. And we don't just, it's not just sort of a smiley face, frowny face kind of survey. We actually ask a lot of very detailed questions because we're always trying to refine our service and make sure that it is tailored tailored and, and relevant um, and helpful and, uh, you know, as useful as it can be. And our client satisfaction rate last year was around 92%. Um, and, and that's with a response rate from our clients of around, uh, to the survey of around 17%, which those of you who do those kind of direct surveys mm -hmm. will know that that's not a bad response rate. <laughs> And we're very proud of, of those results, but we're always trying to tweak and improve and offer more and better services to those clients. We take that really, really seriously. Last year, our clients won over $2 billion in new contracts uh, for Canadian goods and services. So, so we are effective. Um, and, and, you know, on the diversity um, piece, I'll, I'll just get to the sort of client makeup um, in a second, but I, again, just about 
who we are, because um, we want to be reflective of also our clients and their interests. We, about two-thirds of our trade commissioners, are actually employees outside of Canada that are foreign nationals hired locally in the markets where we're trying to uh, export goods and services. So they speak the local language, they understand the local mm -hmm. business culture, they have great networks, they're usually experts in specific sectors or, or technologies, and, and it can be um, incredibly valuable to connect with them. And when we say it's it's free, of course, people pay taxes, right? So this is a government service for which you have paid your taxes. So, you know, the, nothing's entirely free, but it's uh, but it is out there um, in terms of, you know, like we don't charge anything extra for these services. You've already covered it in your in your annual tax bill. Um, but, you know, in terms of the clients, they are all across the country. Um, they are in every single province, as I said, mostly um, small and medium-sized enterprises, but you ra raised the very important question of, um, of diversity. And one of the things that we have been trying to do for, um, for several years now, but in a really deliberate and intentional way, is grow the number of what... There is no good term for this, but let me use the one that 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 we use here most most frequently, and that is underrepresented exporters. That is mm -hmm. um, exporters from a variety of populations, including indigenous exporters, women-owned uh, businesses, and women-led businesses, um, visible mi minority-owned and led businesses, youth, LGBTQ2+, um, two-spirit. Like uh, we just we want to see more of the uh, types of exporters who have been traditionally underrepresented. Um, experience the opportunities that are out there and really give them all of that kind of concierge level support that we can for their success because we know that that is first of all um you know one of our value propositions it's inclusion and making sure people more people have the opportunity to benefit uh, from all of these great trade agreements we have and all these great business supports we have, um, but also because those are some of the fastest growing businesses in the country. Um, and, you know, KC, you're a fantastic uh, leader in this space too. Thank you. <laughs> I was, I was like so into it. I was like, oh my God, you, you do. It's, it's so inspirational to see how Canada is really supporting um, its exporters. Um, and I can personally say that I'm benefiting from that service as well. And I'm enjoying it across multiple countries. Um, as I said, I'm a fan of, uh, of the TC services and um, how they're very dedicated to helping, um, you know, at any level that they can, right? And what about the 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 other way around? What happens to the people, right? Like want to do co uh, business with Canada, right? Like not exporters from from your point of view, but people that wants to do that. Like what what can you tell them, right? In terms of any highlights or or anything? Absolutely. Oh, Jaime, thanks for the question. It's um it's a really important one. First of all, we uh, so I wouldn't refer necessarily to those as clients, I would refer to those as our contacts and we want to make sure that our contacts are really happy too. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, we maintain really, really 
big networks of uh, of contacts in local markets and are always looking to reach out because you know people know i think companies know uh, firms in all over the world know that they may not have uh, access to all of the latest technologies or greatest ideas and and so the more that we can sort of share those and spread those ideas uh, the better right so so we we maintain those contacts so that we can help canadian companies plug into supply chains globally right mm-hmm. and and then if they want to come to canada even better they become clients again and we will help them to uh to connect with all of the people that they need to know to try and set up a business or to begin um, operations in canada so anything that adds value to the canadian economy like that like an investment um you know and and for example, I, I won't name the, the company, but this morning I was just talking to um, an Indian company, so company based in India, who has been in Canada for some time, employs thousands of people all across the country. And I was just talking to them about their experience and mm-hmm. uh, and and what their plans are and how my team can help them uh, to grow even more in Canada and to bring more Canadian companies along with them and to attract their client base into Canada as well. So these are all kinds of, uh, of activities that we, um, that we undertake as well in terms of, of trying to support um, growth and prosperity in this country and, and to also, you know, share that with others, right? That's so Canadian. I love that. When I, you know, when I, when I travel, nobody's so true because when I travel for business and I go in countries, as soon as people know that I'm Canadian, it does change the tone, right? It's always, oh, you guys are so nice. And so, you know, and, and I think we can definitely, you know, play uh, on that for, for a difference in the, in the business world. We don't have to all be, you know, ruthless charts, right? So um, can, I dive in, can I dive into that for a second? Cause you're so right. And it, but it's, we're not just nice, right? We're not just nice, but we have one of the best educated um, workforces in, in the world, right? We have some of the most incredible resources um, in this country and, and, you know, and best education institutions and, and, uh, you know, we're stable and we're secure and we've got fantastic financial institutions and we've, you know, all of those things that make, um, you know, this a great place from where to do business, as well as all those relationships that we've cultivated. So like, that's my, that's my investment pitch. And we've made, you know, huge investments in, in um, infrastructure and in innovation in R&D and all kinds of things. Um, and, you know, another thing that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about um, as well uh, is is some of the support programs that, that we have for for companies. I don't know if you want me to get into that, but anyway, people can always go to our website and see a little bit more of that. But uh, but you know we have programs that support uh, first time exporters. We have programs that support folks who are. Um, uh, looking to uh, attend trade shows or connect with businesses around the world, and this is, these are kind of co-funding. We call it CanExport, uh, and and folks can um, can access some uh, additional funding through that. And then we have a ton of partners that we work with. Um, provinces and and territories, of course, those governments, um, but also uh, our our federal partners like EDC, Export Development Canada, 
um, and uh, and BDC, Business Development Canada, and CCC. So this is alphabet soup, I know, but <laughs> CCC, which is the Canada Commercial Corporation, and so they help do government-to-government contracting for um, for businesses as well. So tons and tons of services and supports out there for folks, um, even if you're not export ready, and reach out to us. We will more than happily connect you to folks who can help you get export ready. And there's lots of programs that do that too. Absolutely. I have, I'd like to dive into super quickly and with the underrepresented group, because that I think is something that is extremely important, knowing that Canada is also a land of uh, immigration. So a lot of us are immigrants and a lot of us um, will fall under the underrepresented group. So what do you have any specifics you want to give us to who should they reach out to, what kind of programs and so on and so forth so that we can give them more information? Absolutely. Happy to. So so one of the things, I mean, and, and you know this, we hear regularly that there are specific challenges to for some of the, those groups, in particular in um, accessing financing, in, uh, in, uh, in finding mentors, in uh, building networks and, uh, and, and, you know, um, and, and, and sort of outreach. Um, so those kinds of things, I think, are, are things that we want to make sure that we are helping uh, folks to, to connect up to all those opportunities. That's really like bringing it all together. That's really where we want to be. Um, and, and everybody's, everybody's journey is, is unique, of course, right? And so that's why we offer, I think, a very bespoke kind of service to folks. But in terms of finding us, super easy. Uh, trade Commissioner, all one, dot GC, dot CA. Um, and then it just, you know, click on contact a trade commissioner. But honestly, we've spent a lot of time on search optimization. Casey, you'll know this as well. <laughs> and, and if you Google trade commissioner service you will get us straight away we are we 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 want to be as easy to access as possible we have regional offices all across the country so what will happen is you'll find your nearest regional office and uh and reach mm -hmm. out and they will you know come and see you and find out all about your company and what your interests are and your objectives and your growth plans and your um sort of you know everything that you uh that you need and uh, and are thinking about and and then start plugging you into programs opportunities and others um all around the world that is so cool so you basically gave us so much information and i'm thinking one last question. Is there anything that you would like, you know, the audience to take away uh, if they want to start doing business outside, you know, of Canada? So the one thing I would say is you can do this. You can do this. I have to say that. I, I really do because some people really think, oh, no, like this is, it's too risky. It's too far. It's too complicated. I don't know how to do the paperwork. I'm just a small business. I'm happy with my, uh, you know, with how we're going along here in, in whatever city that is that they might be located or town or even if they're working from their basement. And, and I would say you can do this. You can do this. We can support you. You can grow. You will be amazing. Uh, it, the world is is out there for you to discover, and uh, and and you can do this. Oh, that's oh. that's very very inspiring. I think uh, that's a fantastic <laughs> way of finishing the the conversation. Thank you very well, very much, uh, Sarah, for your 
time. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank I you so much so for your time. Glad. This is and, this has been great. <laughs> and you know now why yeah, people, you know, why Sarah is one of the you know my favorite people because she pushes you, she never says no, and she'll always find a solution. Her and her team ha, are amazing. So uh, you know, Jaime and I just want to say thank you for your time for, you know, and I'm sure the audience will be super excited to work with you. Well, thank you so much. And I hope that all the listeners uh, reach out to the trade commissioner nearest to them and get in touch with us. We, uh, we, we're, we're always keen to see more clients, more people doing business internationally. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's been a pleasure and I hope you'll come back. <laughs> Thanks so much. I will anytime. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Take care. <laughs>